Hey there, friend. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to share something really special with you. If you are tired of feeling stuck in the wine trap and ready to reclaim your freedom, I've got just the thing. This is my free seven easiest quit tips guide. And inside, you're going to find simple, actionable tips to kickstart your journey to sobriety and discover the joy of living alcohol-free. It really is joyous. So if you're curious about how easy it can be to break free from the cycle of drinking, just head over to vibewithstephanie.com slash guide to grab your copy today. You're not alone on this journey. It's a lot easier than you think, especially with this seven easy quit tips guide. Go grab it now and then get comfy and settled in for our coming up episode. We'll move on now to core values. I find that this is such a interesting part of getting sober, especially, I don't know when you all started drinking, but I started at 13. So I had not developed, my mother was a full-blown alcoholic when I was a baby. So I didn't really have core values. I knew we were not to hate and I, I had manners and I was polite, but I didn't have core values. And so through sobriety, I've been able to figure out what I wanted who I wanted to be. You get to decide who you want to be. And just because you're a heavy drinker doesn't mean you have no values. It just means sometimes they get clouded and lost in the fog of this poison and addiction. And so we're going to pick five or six core values that you would like to have. And I made a little list here. If I can get to it. So these are just, if you have your own, I've seen some people come up with really awesome ones. Go ahead and use mine or come up with your own. Which would you like to really represent you? Earlier, I mentioned having a legacy. And if I had died during my drunkenness, no one would have thought that I was kind or generous or funny or light or loving or you know, so many of my core values now, they would not have been able to say that about me if I had died during my drunkenness. So come up with whatever they, compassion, they would, no one would have said I was compassionate. You get to really reinvent yourself. I'll give you a couple of minutes. Mine are that I've chosen And you can choose all over again every day if you want. You can wake up and pick another set. But I do want you to have something to hold on to because it also helps when you start thinking, well, let me have just one drink. Then you go through this process and you're like, "Mm, that doesn't really align with the core value that I've chosen for myself. And mine are vitality. So if I choose to have a drink, am I going to feel like I'm just, you know, glowing and vital? And uh, no, I won't. Joy is one of mine. Will I feel joyful? No, I will not. Love. Will I love wholly and fully? Nope, probably not. And security. No, I won't have any security because that'll all fall apart when I have a, have a drink. One interesting story that you might, you might find interesting is that I, I saw cleanliness on this list. A couple of things. Number one, When my dad had to come get me from my mom's house when I was 13, and this is her like final, I finally had to get taken away from her. Her house, I didn't notice because I I was used to living in that, but I was told that it was just, there was dog poop everywhere and wine bottles hidden everywhere and cigarette ashes and just not clean. And 
you may or may not have the same experience where when you're in your drinking, you're not brushing your teeth like you should. You're not flossing. Your, your house isn't clean. You're not showering. We have put our drinking above all else. And or even if you're hungover and you just lay in bed and you're just kind of rotting away in bed hungover, that's a cleanliness thing. We, we have made our priority alcohol. And a lot of women come to me and say that that's the case for them. And they're acting like it's they're so ashamed and they're the only ones. But you're not. You're not. Just because you're a drinker doesn't mean you have core values. You just may not be putting them into action. So keep these in mind when something comes up and says, you can have a drink. Just say, would that really align with this person that I really want to be? And now I have a full-on night routine doing my hair and my teeth and my this and my that. And I, I feel clean and I go to bed with a clean vibe. <laughs> and it really is a game changer. That was the end of our little lesson. I'm going to tell you your challenge and your little homework. And then we can open up and you guys can tell me all about whatever you want to talk about. If you see it every day, it's going to become such a normal part of your life that you'll think it's it's part of your life. Write down your five or six new core values and kind of study those every day. And then just set your alarm to do it every day for 21 days. And then you should have brainwashed yourself in the opposite way that alcohol has. You'll start to brainwash yourself to think that this is the way that life is supposed to be, which it is. And hopefully you will get more aligned and your inner values will start to reflect and you're going to start glowing and your life will just improve drastically. Also, when you're visualizing, I just want to give you a couple of tips. Try not to overthink it. Try to use all your senses. Make sure you're relaxed and connect with the emotion of it. How are you feeling when you're doing, when you're on the beach or walking in the door of your new house or working out? Like connect with that emotion and then visualize with a sense of knowing that it's happening for you. Not questioning, but knowing. And then please post in the group, what did you visualize? How did it feel to see yourself in these two completely different lights? And I would love to hear what your alignment words are. So uh, send me what those alignment words are, what your five core values are. And thanks so much for being here. Let's open up the floor. And anybody, we got two Jennifers. So either one of y'all can go first and I'll shop, stop this share of my screen here. There we go. Hey, guys. Hi. Good to be here. How did you feel? Good. I I love the visualization, both of them, actually, because I think it's good to remind ourselves that even if we pour one glass of wine to just say to ourselves and visualize this will not end well. It never has. It never will. You're going to fall down. You're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> Something's you're going to decide to drive or something. And it just that that was pretty, pretty big for me. Lately, what I've been doing is I have a picture of me as a little girl, maybe three years old. I'm in my bathing suit skipping through the yard and I, I tape that to the bathroom mirror and like I have it in my phone. And it's just like when I feel like I'm stressed out or I want to have a drink, and I've done this for the past year, I look at that picture of that little girl and I think, do you really want to hurt her that much? Do you want to hurt that poor little, because that's who you are inside. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Jennifer. <laughs>
<laughs> Great name. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> well, funny. If if I meet someone briefly and then I see them again a month later, they will think that my name is Jennifer. Every time. So really? much so that I answer to it. I'll know that they're talking to me. I'll just be like, it's Stephanie, but yes, thank you. Yeah. Always Jennifer. It's so funny. What <laughs> the spotter is Stephanie. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's for long. They got a, the around the same amount of word letters or I love that inner child. I teach that also. It's 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 huge. When I started to listen to her, things really changed because I just didn't want to drown that poor little girl anymore. It just wasn't fair. It's that it makes me really emotional thinking about it. So I'm glad you brought that up. That's a that's a good tip. Yeah. But you, Jennifer, which what do you think about the visualizations? I, I think it's good. I, I think I, I do better day to day versus out there. When I go too far, I tend to fail. So I like to just keep them a little shorter. I, I do though I think what's more helpful is that what will happen. Visualize, visualization. I mean, that's to me is, you know, because then I can see, you know, you're, you're fat, you're lazy, you know, and how much money have you spent in those five years? Because yeah. it gets expensive at 13 bucks a pop. Yeah, definitely. I have some people that I coach that don't want to even count days because it just feels too far in advance. And that's why they say one day at a time, one day at a time, one moment, one second, whatever. Yeah. If you feel safer doing that, then I don't blame you one bit. There were times even at day 30 that I would get myself panicked to death about like, how long is this going to be? Am I really not going to have a drink ever? I would just like go way, way. So if you want to stay closer, good thing that you can do that keeps you in a little bit is uh, playing the tape forward. So exactly like what Jennifer said, she'll be falling down. When I play the tape forward, like what happens if I do have that one sip of wine? Obviously, I'll have the one sip. I'll have more. I'll stop at the store and get more on the way home. I'll drink that whole bottle of wine. I'll ignore my kid. I'll burn a pizza. I'll wake up anxious. What did I say to my husband? The house will fall apart. Like just, you know, I'll wake up late for getting him to school the next day. You know, I could even get back in the car and go get more wine and just make terrible decisions and maybe get a DUI on the way home. But if you just play the tape forward in that 24-hour period, that has kept me sober a couple of times in early sobriety. Like what happens if I really do go just have that one glass of wine? Turns into right. a whole shit show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your goal or what's your hope? Oh, <laughs> Well, I want to make it through the 30, the 31 days. You know, I have an event at the end of the month, which I'm very nervous about. I've done it before, though, so I, I feel like I can do it, but I am stressing a little bit about it. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to keep on, keep on going. What day is your event? It is uh, in Las Vegas. It's oh. a work event. It's NADA. So... You know, it's it's a lot of restaurants, events, and, you know, everything that involves alcohol. So that'll be fun. Yeah. What day, though, did you say? Is it at the end, like January 31st? It, it actually, yeah. So it's the first day I'll be flying out on Thursday, February 1st. Okay. So, oh, yeah. I, I know, a little setup there, right? Yeah. Let's yes, see it is. is. Yeah. yeah. It is. But you know what? I mean, if if you go and you stand your ground... That is 
the biggest, you will come back a new woman. Like you will come back, nothing else will really phase you. And so a lot of these little challenges and bumps in the road are put there on purpose. But if you make it through, I can pretty, I mean, I can pretty much say that you'll be all right after that. So yeah, yeah. I would, you know, stick to your guns, ask for alcohol-free options, have maybe in your hotel room, tons of alcohol-free options. So when you come back, you can just like drink a club soda or, you know, alcohol-free beer and just plan, have chocolate, just go for dinner, tell yourself you're going to eat everything you want, plus dessert, plus soup, plus salad and all the bread, and then get, get out of there. Like, yeah plan why you're going to bed early oh you have a you have a conference or your boss is calling at 8 30 and you have to be back at the hotel and just you know yeah well luckily it's it's going to be it's going to be short so that's that i just friday is gonna thursday night and friday be difficult but i have some home on sunday which is good because usually a single through sunday so i'll be home on saturday which will be good so yeah and then I would also listen to podcasts and audio audibles on your flight mm-hmm. and just stay in your bubble of yeah. of safety. You know, don't like start letting letting go, like really stay, stay in it. And you can message yeah. the group anytime you need. And I would I would love that. So just stay sober. Just do it. There's no need. Stay <laughs> sober. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Or don't go. I would, if you were my client, I would, I would beg you not to go. But I, I, I there's no way. No, it's, it's totally work related, and there's a lot of money. So, this is where we go. We entertain our clients. It's, it's yeah. It, it's a no, no. You're going. Yeah, yeah. Or you're fired. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you pick out any core value words that maybe you maybe your drinking has cost you that you could think of? Well, I would say, uh, you know, organization. And again, I when we had our little one on one, I talked about this availability and being present. That's that's key for me is yeah. is being there. So I just you know. When somebody calls, I want to be able to go. Yeah, absolutely. Presence has been such a gift to my entire family, to myself, to everyone I've come into contact with, even at the gas station or the grocery store. Like, it's just a whole nother vibration is being and not being hungover. It's such a gift. I remember like waking up so hungover that I, called and canceled a doctor appointment that was a six-month wait to get into. Yeah. This was like a year and a half ago. And I just, thinking about that, that 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 took a hit to my health. You know, it was an endocrinologist. I have a thyroid condition. And just thinking about stuff like that, just missed appointments. In not not showing up to you know for friends events because you're hungover or you just you know it yeah that that's it's rough. going to friends events right not having to worry about how you're gonna get home yeah there's people <laughs> I need to stay away from for sure mm-hmm. that that I realized I went I went from dry January last year all the way to 
November. And it, yeah. And, and I know that it's just that I haven't put myself out there as a sober person yet. You know, I drank twice last year, you know, and at the end of the year. And I had all that time behind me, but I, I can't think about that now. It's I think that was just another lesson, a step to show that this does not, this just doesn't end well. Nothing bad happened. I didn't hurt myself, but I cannot handle that anxiety the next day. That ends for my chemical or whatever I explained to you, Stephanie, it does not mix well with me, even one. The next day, I am just like this ball of nerves looking for something to calm me down, that it's just, it's debilitating. And I I just realized I couldn't, my situation for me, that just, I just can't do it to myself anymore. Some people function great, you know, but I, you can't even talk yourself out of it. Like, this is just today. You're, this is going to be out of your system tomorrow. No, you're just a mess. <laughs> You know, so yeah, I'm definitely sticking with it. And I tried AA, didn't really work for me. I got a little kind of depressed about it, but I have found that going through picking what I want from every kind of recovery source, what works for me is, is, is what's working for me. I took the gratitude from AA and the higher power and left everything else that, that just wasn't working for me. And, and what are you taking from this? From this, just the positivity, the looking forward and the positivity that comes. This is a very positive step in one's life. It shouldn't be like a sentence. This is you get to not drink again. You get to feel great. You get to lose weight. And I lost 40 pounds last year from not drinking. I mean, I had a tummy tuck in October and some lipo, and that was only five pounds, all right? <laughs> so a good 30, 30 pounds of it was me. But just not drinking wine all the time, you know? Yeah, yeah it, it was really life-changing. My husband and I get along way better. And we went on a vacation with some friends last year. I didn't drink a drop. And... Just him saying, I am so proud of you. And he calls me a bad mofo for being able to do it, you know, for being able to be around people who are drinking. But nobody drank like me. I, it was not normal, you know, and I have to accept that. But it's a good thing I know now and I'm not 70 years old and find out when I've aged and, you know, so. So thinking of it. In this light, in this in this channel of recovery, um, just taking the positives, looking forward, not looking back. I don't. I'm not a bad person. I don't want to make amends to anyone that I don't feel like I really hurt. You know, maybe to my mom and dad that I made them worry about me, but they've passed. But I think they're looking down now and they're happy. You know, so I. AA works for a lot of people. I know it does. It, it just part of it worked for me and some of it didn't. But that's that's kind of like where I'm at right now. I love that. I love this. Take take from everything. I mean, mm -hmm. that's what I did too. It's like making a big quilt blanket. Just take this, yeah. take this, put it in your sober tool belt, and you're on your way. All the podcasts mm -hmm. you listen to, the books, the audibles, the meditation, the every little thing, even meetings like this. 
when you get to hear other people's experiences yes. and, and they're being positive too. It's nice. Speaking of that, if you guys aren't in the Sober Vibes Lounge, we meet every Thursday. I'm going to go Thursday. I had the flu awful last week, Jennifer. Oh, my God. It was so awful. I like was in bed for a couple of days and I missed the Sober Lounge, but I'm definitely showing up this week. It's super beneficial just to have other women. We're all like we're all the same. It's really, really nice. And there's a theme every week to, or every month, too. So, OK, well, I do you guys need to share or have any questions or concerns? We're going to meet again before you go to to Las Vegas. Yes. Yeah. Good. <laughs> you, all, all you, you got this girl. Well, it seems like such a waste. You get all the way through it, you know, and you're like, well, then you want to start all over again. I know. And that is that work. That's hard. Vents. I get it. Starting over. Let that be something that keeps you going, too, because, you know, day one, two and three and five and ten are not easy to get back on. But it's much easier to just stay quit. Yeah. Just keep rolling than it is to start over. So just keep that in the back of your mind, too. And thanks for being here. Practice your homework, Thank you. practice your visualizations, and I'll see y'all later on. Bye. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much. Did you know there is one missing piece to you finally getting sober once and for all? That missing piece is mindset. That's the thing that's going to help you transform your life from the inside out. I am so thrilled to invite you to my free Mindset Masterclass, where we dive into proven strategies to shift that mindset and really create a life filled with purpose, abundance, and joy. If you're tired of feeling stuck in those limiting beliefs and ready for a mindset of growth and possibility, then this Masterclass is for you. If you're ready to rewrite your story and step into the best version of yourself, this Masterclass is for you. Join me at vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass. Your mindset is the key to unlocking the life of your dreams. I can't wait to see you inside. Just go to vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass.